I guess that's one thing that I would share with people that, you know, I'll never take a day for granted that I got to keep playing because, man, I love it and I'm passionate about it. And uh, that's probably the biggest thing that I've, you know, grown in and, and learn to not take for granted. What's up, guys? Welcome to Call the Huddle. My name is Xavier Gusset. The following conversation is an interview with Judd Erickson, a quarterback who spoke about his six-year journey through college football, spending his first three at Colorado State University before transferring and spending his last three as a quarterback at the University of San Diego. He threw 19 touchdowns to only seven interceptions this past year before declaring for the NFL draft. And he had a lot of things to talk about, from NIL to the transfer portal in the process and growing up a lacrosse player as well as football. So I hope you guys enjoy the interview, and as always, any feedback's appreciated. So let's get into it. Thank you. Uh, I just have a couple quick questions um, for everyone watching to get to know you and get to know what you are as a person and everything off the field. Uh, so does that sound good? Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, first one I got, LeBron or Jordan for you? Oh, um, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but I, I guess I'd probably say Jordan. Jordan, you go? Okay. That, that's an interesting take for, like, all athletes, I feel like, because it's the biggest, like, debate, in my opinion. Right. Okay. Um, next one, Xbox or PlayStation for you, Judd? Um, I, again, I'm not a huge video game, game guy. I didn't play a ton, but all my buddies grew up playing Xbox. So if I was ever to go over to somebody's house and play a little Madden or something like that, it'd usually be Xbox. So I'm going to go with that. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I got a little bit of a switch up for the next two. Uh, first one, uh, Taylor Swift or Rihanna? Who are you going with, and why? For oh, music? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Taylor Swift. I'm going Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, uh, I liked her old, liked her old country music a lot, and then uh, now she's got some new stuff that's kind of like pop. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Taylor Swift. Okay, no, it's hard to go wrong there. Two two legends, yeah. two goats. Yeah, um, and then uh, barbecue or buffalo for you? Just like general question. Hmm. You like hot stuff or like barbecue stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think normally I'm going to go barbecue, but if you're strictly talking about chicken wings, I'd probably go buffalo. But in, in general, I'm, I'd am i say I'm more of a barbecue guy. Okay, how about like pizza or wings? What are you picking between there for like football season, watching games or anything? Mm, I guess pizza probably. I think uh, the pizza, you can do it. I mean, I don't think you can ever get enough pizza, you know, but chicken wings, I think they'd have to be a little more of a, you know, an occasion type thing for me. I don't think I could do chicken wings every day, but yeah. man, pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I could never go wrong with pizza. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I got a couple of football ones here that I'm sure. excited to talk to you about. Uh, um, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? I know you've always played quarterback. Uh, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady for you just watching guys growing up? Yeah, so I'm actually from Colorado. A lot of people would be mad at me for not picking Peyton, but I think I'm going to go with Tom. Um, I don't know. A lot of people argue that, but but yeah, for me, Tom's the GOAT. Okay. No, I mean, that's that's hard to debate. Uh, obviously, hard to overturn that. Um, what about like a newer day thing? What about uh, Joe Burrow or Josh Allen, two of my favorite quarterbacks uh, right now? Yeah. Um, my roommate would kill me because he's a diehard Bengals fan. But Josh Allen, 
Um, I just love watching watching Josh Allen play and and uh yeah, the stuff that he does out there is crazy and obviously Joe Burrow too, but uh Josh Allen, man, he's he's one of my favorite guys to watch. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, like I said, two of the better, two of the best uh, quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I know watching a lot of your game, you kind of remind me of Burrow, like when you're in the pocket, uh, a lot of your mechanics and everything. Um, the one last one, uh, did you have like a favorite NFL team growing up at all, Judd? I know, like you said, you're from Colorado. Yeah, I was actually, I'm a, I'm a Saints fan. So I've been a Saints fan for a little bit here. Uh, Drew Brees actually over all those guys. I wouldn't argue with you. I wouldn't argue with you. That's fair. Um, over him over Tom or anything like that but he's he's been my favorite he'll probably always be my favorite and and uh, I'm a Saints guy okay cool no uh probably top five statistics all time at least and definitely one of the best to ever do it in terms of on the field um so I just want to talk a little bit about your career obviously like I said um I know like you played three years at Colorado State and then three at San Diego right yeah um, just tell me a little bit about growing up. Uh, when did you really start to get into football and start playing quarterback and how old were you? Um, and just tell me about growing up as, as a quarterback or player at all. Sure. Um, well, I started off playing flag like most guys do. I played um, a couple of years of that. And then I think third grade um, was my first year at tackle football, but in flag, you know, guys are kind of playing everything. I'm, I'm playing some quarterback. I'm playing a little bit of everything just kind of like everybody does. But, uh, once it turns to tackle football, um, no, nah, I never played anything but quarterback. I, uh, I was quarterback since third grade. I, I never did anything else. And so grew up playing quarterback and, uh, I loved it. It was, it was awesome for me. I, I struggled a little bit at first, to be honest with you, with like the contact. I kind of, I didn't love it and I wasn't all for it. And that might be why I was <laughs> kind of wow. set in the position of quarterback, just because, I mean, you can take the phys the the quarterback position. There's some physicality to it, um, but obviously you're not around, out there running around hitting people like you are at other positions. Um, so struggle with that a little bit, but no, I, I kind of grew into the role a little bit and grew, grew out of that um, kind of shyness for, for the physicality of, of the game. But um, then got into high school, was playing uh, football and lacrosse, actually. I played a little bit of basketball, too, but um, probably until sophomore year, I thought I was, I thought I was going to try to go play college lacrosse, actually. So I didn't know that uh, football was going to be, you know, this this major passion of mine. I loved it. Don't get me wrong, but um, I thought lacrosse was kind of my passion, and I thought that that's what I wanted to do until um, after, I guess, probably my junior season is really when it started to like, okay, like this is fun. That was my first year starting on varsity was junior year, and um, I was like, man, I really really want to get into this. And so then finally that next summer you know, playing travel across or, or trying to go to camps and things like that for football is when I finally decided that now football is what I'm going to pursue and football is what I love. And, um, obviously playing six years in college, it's still something that I'm trying to pursue today. So. No, wow. That's really cool. Um, I know like you uh, said, you played lacrosse and a lot of other stuff. That's really cool. Uh, just talk about, like I said, growing up in high school, uh, it's cool that you got to play quarterback um, throughout your whole life, obviously. I know you caught a touchdown pass this past year, right? 
Yeah, I did. I, I would have thought you played a little bit receiver, did something beforehand, but just playing quarterback, obviously, the natural hands is cool. Um, yeah. Just tell me, like I said, high school, obviously, we talked about Drew Brees and other guys. Uh, who are some guys that you admired and looked up to, like, to model your game after in the NFL or college football, even just growing up watching a lot of football? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it was a little different. I wasn't too much about you know, trying to model my game after anybody, but definitely like watching football and following those guys. Um, yeah. I mean, guys that we've already talked about, Drew Brees all the time. I was diehard Drew Brees. Um, watched a lot of Tom Brady, uh, a lot of Peyton Manning, guys like that. Um, earlier, kind of right when I really start remembering football a little bit is, and honestly, I don't even know if I remember it or if it was more about, you know, my dad talking about it, but uh, John Elway was in Denver um, right before, um, you know, I really got into football. So there were some of those guys old time, but I, I don't remember a ton of it. But yeah, really, when I was growing up, the bulk of it was, you know, the Peyton Mannings, the Tom Brady's and and of course, Drew Brees. Yeah, no, it's obviously got to be cool growing up like a quarterback in Colorado. There's a lot of um, history there now, obviously, with Peyton Manning. I'm sure it was different when you were a kid. Uh, mm -hmm. we talked about like the other sports you played. I know, like I said, you're an athletic guy. You did lacrosse, um, and basketball you talked about, uh, did those like other sports like lacrosse specifically, you said you did it really well. Um, did that help with like a football mindset or like training in any aspects or even like, like athleticism to a degree? Yeah, no, for sure. I know that, um, some people would say, and especially the way that I play quarterback, you know, you can kind of get away with your flaws in your athleticism. You know, I'm not running around out there making a bunch of guys miss and and going to run in for a 40-yard touchdown, anything like that. So um, lacrosse definitely uh, helped me kind of, you know, develop those traits and, and try to um, grow in other areas that, you know, you're not growing in when you're standing back there throwing the ball around. And so I'm um, doing a lot of that as well as, you know, staying in shape and, <clears throat> and just, yeah, being able to be that multi-sport athlete um, just kind of pushes you to kind of get out of your comfort zone and, and be, you know, be successful in um, being an athletic in different ways and different uh, situations, things like that. I, I think it, it definitely helped being a multi-sport guy. Yeah. Um, did you ever notice like stepping up in the pocket or like moving around in the pocket, especially that it like that it, you ever were reminded of it or anything like playing lacrosse? I know you do like a lot of shuffling and, and such like that. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely some, uh, you know, kind of movements and and different things that go on in different sports that you kind of see translate in a cool way. Um, we had our lacrosse coach was actually really good at that kind of picking up on tendencies from other sports and um kind of carrying that over to our game and so uh definitely something that you'd kind of notice oh this kind of translating this is i remember that and so yeah definitely what you're talking about kind of mm -hmm. seeing things cross over through sports no that's really cool um i know you went to colorado state as we talked about uh and transferred in 2020 correct yes i finished the end of 2019 maybe like 2020 yeah it was an interesting little deal there because of covid so uh it was i played at colorado state those three seasons 2017 18 and 19 then 2020 was coming around i was going to transfer here to san diego um the summer before that fall 2020 season that ended up getting canceled because of covid 
Um, so I ended up deferring the semester, staying at CSU to graduate. Then we had a spring season. So I ended up coming here to San Diego, uh, transferring to the team like January of 21. But it was that like 2020 school year that I came over here. But it was weird because of COVID. It was all, it was kind of a, a different deal there. Yeah. What's it like playing from Colorado to in San Diego? Is that like a big change up at all, especially quarterback where you're grabbing the ball a lot? Yeah, practices are a lot warmer. I'll tell you that. It's uh, um, no, it's a good deal. We um, don't need a ton of cold gear out here, things like that. So that's a lot more fun. Don't have to worry about your hands freezing up on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, talk about just like the mental transition, you know, between going to campuses uh, other than like the cold or and the the weather. Um, just tell me like how you grew through between when you transferred. Obviously, like you said, it was between a big COVID stage, which one would uh, was tough for everyone, obviously. But just tell me. Like, just how did you grow between the first year of being there, maybe, that you recognized more uh, as you were doing it? Sure. I think, um, I don't know. I feel like I've always developed a little bit late. Um, you know, in high school, I really, I still was growing up until really my senior year is kind of when I realized that I could, you know, have the opportunity to continue to play football. And so I, I really was always kind of a late bloomer. I didn't start on varsity till junior year, like I said. And that year, like I was all right, but I wasn't, you know, anything special. And senior year, I kind of started things to see things come together. And so then going to Colorado State, you know, looking back on it now, like I don't think I um, completely, you know, had all the right. Um, how do I say this? I don't, I don't think that I was completely prepared to do what it took to be a division one college quarterback. When I got there, I was very young. And um, obviously everybody talks about, you know, coming from high school, everybody was a guy at their high school. Now you come and and that was everybody. And so now not everybody's going to be a guy here. And, and so I kind of, um, I think I was a little bit behind there and I, I had a weird recruiting process out of high school. And so um I didn't really know what I was getting into. And, and so I don't think I was, you know, fully prepared to do everything it took, like I said. And so I worked hard and, and, um, you know, when we were in the weight room, I was working hard. And when we were on the field, I was working hard and in the classroom, like I was studying and stuff like that. But um, I don't think I did really all the extra things. And so I think I had a little bit of a kind of a mental switch when I came here that kind of turned into like, no, it, it's going to take more than what you're doing to kind of, you know, make this dream of yours, you know, have even a possibility of coming true. And so um, when I got here, you know, I started to kind of, you know, do a little bit extra and do a little bit extra and kind of it started to stack up, definitely surrounded myself with the right guys on the team who were, you know, had the same mindset as me and and really wanted the same things that I wanted. And um, so definitely started to see myself grow and uh, develop and kind of saw everything that I had learned and all the experiences I'd had, you know, playing football for a long time, kind of all come together. And, and um, yeah, it, it was really cool to kind of see it all come together and, and feel the way that I felt on the football field, just like having fun and playing free and, and being like that. So, yeah, I guess that was a long answer for your short question, but uh, that was kind of, how I felt I developed throughout, you know, really all six of 
my yeah. <laughs> years playing college football. Wow. And I kind of want to talk more about like your time at San Diego, like especially your second year. I know uh, the production was different statistically, um, which I'm sure you were happy of and proud of a lot. Um, just talk about, was there like a moment in 2020 or 21 maybe, or 22 even this past year where you kind of knew that you had it more and, and were feeling different playing the position specifically, whether it's in practice or games or even in like a film room or something, talking to coaches? Yeah. So, um, the transition from last year to this year, uh, yeah, sitting down in in meetings during spring ball, is really when you know we sat down and started dive started to dive into it, and I, I was really seeing it, watching tape and going over installs, things like that. I think I was really able to see it and talk about it and do all those things in a way that I hadn't before. And my quarterback coach had told me, he's like, man, I really knew that you were starting to come together when, you know, you were seeing the things that I was seeing, you were communicating the things that I was communicating without me having to tell you first. And so I was, it was really coming together for me, my knowledge of the offense and, and my ability to kind of, um, you know, I think bring everybody together. So it kind of started in spring ball um, this past spring, but then getting into this past season, um, you know, we played okay for the first couple of weeks. I felt like personally, I declined a little bit. Um, and then coming back up, I think it was our week. I want to say it was week six. I'm not sure if that's right. Our Presbyterian game um, this year is really when I felt like it all came together. I was trusting what I was seeing. I was playing fast. I wasn't thinking too much. And, you know, I was just that feeling that I told you about, you know, playing free and feel like you're playing, like you're a little kid again, running out there playing the game that you love. Like that game against Presbyterian is when I was like, okay, like I'm here, I can do this. Like my confidence, you know, started to build and I started having a lot more fun with the game and, um yeah just started throwing around the yard like like we were at recess or something and it was um it was fun wow yeah no I got the stats pulled up uh 26 for 40 that game uh 65 completion almost 300 yards passing and three touchdowns uh definitely like you said probably the bigger game of your season um firsthand uh and then what I want to talk about afterwards is like 2022 like I said obviously a lot of big uh, statistical performances the end of that season what was your mindset like throughout just like the end of it um and leading into the NFL like when you started getting ready for the offseason and everything what were your thoughts just um uh with all of that yeah I think I mean for a while there obviously we were focused on how do we you know make it to the playoffs how do we do that and so throughout the season, really, that was, that was what we were doing. That was what, you know, I was thinking about. That's what that all came down to. And so, um, obviously we ended up not accomplishing the goals that we set out for ourselves. And, uh, we wanted to win a conference championship and we wanted to go, you know, get in the playoffs and get a shot at somebody and see what we can do. And, and, uh, we didn't take care of that. And, but, you know, that was really the mindset throughout the season. And so, uh, I didn't really think about it until the year was over. Um, each week had a plenty to go in that week in the install and things like that and the game plan to 
you know, the focus wasn't really ever on anything past, you know, this week and and what we're installing today and and watching the tape that that's getting pushed today and things like that. So um, didn't really think about it until after the year. And then, you know, took some time to reflect and, and think about, you know, well, what do I want to do? And, and what are the, what do, do I want to keep playing football? And, and I never really questioned whether I did or not. I, I always knew I wanted to keep playing football. Um, but then after talking to some people close to me and, and, uh, some people that I trust, um, you know, hearing some people think that, you know, there is a possibility that I'd be able to keep playing, playing football. And, and so, you know, hearing that from them, that there's people out there that, that think that I will have a possibility to do it at, you know, not sure what the league will be or what the um, opportunity will be, but just, there are people that, you know, know more than I do that think that I can play football at the next level. And that's all I needed to hear for me to say, yeah, like, let's do this. Yeah, no, um, it's a big like communicate uh, communication thing. Obviously, that's uh, really crazy to hear. That's cool. Um, just talk a little bit about like your um, your your game. I know a little bit after this past season. Uh, just talk about some of your strengths to your game that you think, in your opinion, uh, what are your what are the, some of the bigger things that carry your game uh, and some things that maybe you're working on or try to work on consistently. Sure. Um, I mean, I can tell you straight up, I'm not the most athletic guy. I'm not, like I said before, I'm not, um, you know, getting outside of the pocket and and beating somebody around the edge and going and running for 40 yards and a touchdown or anything like that. Um, but, uh, I think, I think what I do, I do it well. And I think that, um, I'm a good distributor of the football. I, I get the guy, get the ball to our guys in space and let them go make plays. And, um, you know, I think I did a really good job of this year of taking care of the football and, and um, you know, kind of knowing what we wanted to do with each play, knowing the idea of, of what we were trying to accomplish each time that a play was called and being able to get everybody on the same page, line everybody up and, and uh, get everybody, you know, going in the right direction, going in the same direction. Um, and then, I mean, you know, people – there's things that you could talk about, whether it's completion percentage or yards or uh, a lack of interceptions, things like that, that um, some people might highlight. But I think there's a lot of things that you can't really, you know, write down in a stat book that make me the football player that I am. I think that um, my leadership skills and, and my command of of the offense and, and the relationship that I have with the guys around me, I think that separates me probably the most. Um, I think that you know, we go out there and, and we're trusting each other and we're caring about each other and we're working hard for each other. And, um, you know, being able to lead the group of guys that I was able to lead this year, I, uh, you know, I loved it. I had fun with every moment. And, and I think those kind of things that, like I said, you can't put in a stat book. I think that is really what, what will separate me from other people. Yeah, definitely. And you talk about the quarterback position, obviously, it's so oriented in leadership and knowing how to just control people and, and emotions and, and, you know, being able to um, get through to everyone, I'd say, like past past being on the, on the, uh, the field. Um, I know I saw, I think your major is leadership studies, correct? Yeah. What does that like entail? Does that help with any like uh, ideas or anything when it comes to uh, going up guys or, or communicating with players or athletes or anything, just obviously? Yeah, it was pretty cool because um, 
So my undergrad was in business. And so coming here, yeah. um, really, I, I wanted when I was going into my master's program, I wanted to do the MBA program. But there's a, a requirement about, you know, post undergraduate work experience that you have to have that I didn't have coming right from my undergrad to my master's program. So uh, leadership studies was kind of the honestly the second thing on my list. Um, but I'm really glad now that I did it. I think um, it was actually pretty cool to see um, taking some of the things that we'd be learning in the classroom that they don't even know what I'm doing, you know, going to play football, going to do this in the time that I'm not in the classroom, but how well it was like applying. And I was like learning things in the classroom as I was seeing them on the football field and like being able to like, oh, this is a good time to work on you know, this, this concept that we just learned in class last week. And now I see it in the real world in on the football field. And now I can apply what I'm learning. It was actually really cool how it all kind of came together. And, and to think I didn't really even, it wasn't my first choice of, of what I wanted to get my master's degree in. And, and so seeing that kind of come together and, and watch those kind of concepts from the classroom come together on the football field and like, live out those real world experiences and it was actually uh pretty cool yeah no right obviously like I said that's um like cool for a master's thing and uh to get that knowledge and the ability to communicate and already you're a quarterback and I've done it for so long it must have been like extra helpful especially now going into playing professional football um one last question before I want to get in a couple fun ones um just coming from a small school obviously is there anything new that you've like uh figured out this offseason yet um, since you signed with an agency or anything that you've had to prepare for or just get used to in, in terms of uh, going to the pros or working out at all, anything new? Anything new, like, how do you mean? Like in, within like our workouts or? So like, when when did you sign with OTG? Was it this off season? Yeah, we, it was just, um, I can't remember the date, but it was over the break. It was before the new year, sometime in December. Okay. Is there anything like, um, like events wise or like planning wise, or obviously, like I said, going into the pros, there's a lot of different communication, um, like even like fun questions and stuff guys will ask you, is there anything that you've had to like sit down and think about or talk about with your agents or anyone yet about that you haven't experienced really? Yeah, um, I think I guess early in the process, um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was thinking, okay, like I'll get with my strength staff when the season's over and we'll get ready for pro day and just do it and see what happens. Yeah. But I didn't, I guess I didn't realize there was all this uh, doing, setting me up with opportunities like this to speak with you and, and uh, now going to go play in um, uh, like a showcase game. I played in one earlier and now I've got another one this month. So doing all these things like that and all these extra things that you do to kind of get your name out there and and uh, know the team at, at OTG is awesome and they're helping me with a bunch of extra things to, like you're saying, coming from a small school, like you got to get your name out there somehow and, and they're doing a great job of helping me with that. And so uh, setting me up with a lot of opportunities that I didn't even like think about, I didn't even know were uh, part of this process. And so uh, getting getting hooked up with them was uh, was awesome for me. It was definitely something that's going to be very helpful in this process. Yeah, no, uh, they're a great agency. Obviously, Christian and Sarah do a great job. Um, just talking a little bit now, getting into some fun questions. I just want to ask, so obviously you've played college football a long time. Um, 
just tell me like is there a specific game i know you said the presbyterian one was one of your favorites is there like a specific game or even like thinking back to high school or something that you'd show someone uh to show them a little bit about your game um i guess a game uh that was most fun for me would probably be this davidson game this last year their arrival of ours and yeah. uh they they'd gotten us the last couple of years so coming back and being able to play with them um and and really have a solid game all around and be able to beat them was awesome that was something that you know i'll remember that one forever um and that was fun i think for me personally i, I played pretty well and and the guys around me played awesome it was a great team effort and we uh were able to do what we wanted um with davidson and, and it's always fun to beat those guys and so that's one i'll remember for a long time um in terms of games that you know maybe if a scout or someone were to ask and say hey like Pull up your best game, show it to me. That's one that I would consider. The Davidson game was a was a good one for me. Uh, St. Thomas, um, unfortunately, we didn't didn't pull it out, but we were in a good shootout there, and we were throwing the ball around a little bit. So that would be one that that I'd want to show somebody. Also, um, I guess those are two that come to mind. But Davidson was definitely uh, one of the most fun games I've been a part of in in my long career. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, just going off of that, um, like I said, six years of college football is a long time. Uh, I don't know anyone from like Colorado area, um, but tell me, like, is there anyone that you've like, who's the best player that you've gotten to play against, whether it's like straight player or like most raw, like athlete, just like the most talented guy you've ever gotten to see. And is there anyone that just when you get to see him on the field and play football, they just make you go, wow. Well, yeah, actually my freshman year, uh, we headed up to Laramie, Wyoming to play against the Cowboys and quarterback of that team was actually Josh Allen. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, going up to watch that one. Uh, it was a blizzard up there and it was freaking cold. I was freezing my butt off. Um, but, but that was a good one. That was fun. Um, I mean, I guess it wasn't fun at the end. They ended up beating us, but, um that was a good one that's a guy that you know watching him play was really cool but we had some pretty talented dudes at CSU uh guys like Mike Gallup I, he was on the on the team my freshman year so watching him get to play uh he's done some cool things um but yeah there's a, there's a handful of guys that I've got to see and and got to play both with and against um throughout my career and and I guess those would be a couple but yeah I, I guess I can say that I uh, was on the roster at CSU. I didn't get in the game at all, but played against Josh Allen. So yeah, that would probably be that probably be a good answer. Got to see him before all the superstardom too, even though he was like a seventh overall pick or something afterwards. But I remember watching yeah. him in Wyoming. He was nuts, and I I don't know what that game was, but I can only imagine the fourth quarter was kind of electric with him just slinging passes sixty yards across his body and stuff like he used to. Um, I know you what 13 at both both schools or no you're 13 at Colorado State and then number eight at uh San Diego University right yes uh do you have like a favorite between those two or, or a third number or anything else besides those two that you that you like like to wear yeah so high school even before high school growing up all through elementary school high school everything like that I was five five was my number um and so that was kind of it for a while going at going into Colorado State. Um, I was kind of like, I I'd asked, I said, is five available? And uh, we had a running back who was wearing number five at the time. And so they said, do you 
have any other and i i didn't really have a, a number other than five so i said no kind of let me get whatever so my first year i actually wore 12 as a freshman and then we had another quarterback come in who wanted 12 and i didn't really have any attachment to it so i moved to 13 so i was 13 for two years there and then coming here i again i asked for five um and we had a receiver here who was wearing five um and so i got to be i got to pick after that and eight was available and i, I like it i like the single digits things like that so i picked eight um wore that for two years and then it came time actually this year uh five was open i don't know if i would have got it because the way we did it we kind of all put in a request and then they kind of just blast out who gets what wow. so i'm not sure if i would have got it over we had another senior safety this year who ended up getting five so i don't know who they would have picked between us if i would have requested but no i decided that um you know coming here this was kind of new life for me here at san diego and and eight uh had you know been good to me and um there's kind of a unwritten rule here that you know if, if you score a touchdown in a number you, know, you got to stick to that number uh so once you score and so i i had scored an eight and so i had heard that rule i had liked you know i liked the number eight um and so um i i stuck to eight this year didn't request five um and so now honestly i, I think I, I might be leaning more towards eight than five but if i got five instead i, I wouldn't be uh disappointed at all uh, yeah that's two cool numbers that's cool i like the single digits trend uh it's not nine threes but it's close enough that's right cool. right right um i know we talked about how you transferred uh, i just want to get your thoughts on like the transfer portal today going on uh, obviously it's a really big thing and it's really really big uh obviously um just talk about like your experience with the transfer portal when you transferred obviously for the right reasons um and just like pros and cons for a player uh like from your experiences clearly sure yeah i think um i don't know i think there's a lot of different things that can go into your experience with the transfer portal um i had uh unique experience but ended up like i i am so it was the best decision that i made to come here to san diego i i not only with my opportunities in football and being able to pursue uh, a career in football after this um but you know the relationships i've made the people that i've met the experiences i've been able to you know have here um are are it was the best yeah like i said it was the best decision i made so my experience was good in that way during my time in the transfer portal um it was still kind of a newer idea i i believe but yeah. um and then COVID happened so it was really weird again i didn't play at all at csu i got in for like two plays in one game handed the ball off and so i didn't have any game tape so it was a weird experience for me that you know i wasn't able to show everybody a bunch of game film and and be this high rated prospect or anything like that. So I knew that I was gonna have to, you know, probably move down to a smaller school than Colorado State going into the transfer portal. Um, so I kind of had that expectation, but I wasn't really sure where, like, was it gonna be a smaller FPS school? Was I gonna go down to FCS? Was I gonna need to go play D2? Like, I didn't know. And so um, being able to, you know, get the opportunity to continue to play Division One football was awesome. There are some negatives that can come with the transfer portal. Obviously, now there's so many people that enter it. Um, you can kind of just get lost in a mix there, and and it's 
um, you know, kind of hard sometimes. Some people have a tougher time, you know, finding a home after entering the transfer portal. And so um, I guess I don't think anybody has the same experience transferring, um, but mine personally, while it was weird at the time, looking back on it now, like it's, yeah, it's the best decision that I have made. Yeah. No, obviously, no, I'm obviously. looking for it too. Um, it's more power to the players. And I think you brought up a good point, um, like that when you don't get a lot of playing time beforehand, obviously it's harder to get scouted. Talk about like, what was what was that like for you meeting with other schools? Like, what were they looking at? Were they looking back to like your high school film or like, was, was it just workouts and, and interviews mostly? Or how, how did that recruiting really go down? And so I was able to put together uh, some practice tape. So I had some clips from practice at Colorado State. And I, I believe that that was majority of what schools were looking at. I had sent out my high school tape as well. But, you know, three years later, um, you could be a whole different player than you were in high school. So um, I think most coaches were focused on my college practice tape that I was able to put together. But yeah, like you're saying, like not a ton of game film. And so um, I believe it was like that. But also, yeah, then after them watching that practice tape and having an, an initial interest, then it turned into what you're talking about with, you know, interviews and face to face and going to meet people and and do all that thing and kind of be able to try to make a good impression in person after watching that that college tape because there is some trust that they have to put in you recruiting you without any game film because it's it's different you know the when the bullets are live out there and and people are actually hitting you I know in practice quarterbacks get to wear you know the red penny or whatever and, and you don't get to touch them and so once people are screaming off the end trying to take your head off and and you're getting hit it's a whole different game so there's definitely some trust that coaches have to have in a guy that they're recruiting um when they don't have game film and so that's when like you're talking about getting into kind of meeting face to face and putting on a good impression um in person after after that so yeah it's a little bit different yeah obviously like like we talked about a little bit before colorado to san diego is a big jump too um going through that was that like location or like fit based at all or what was your preferences going into the transfer yeah you know, when I entered the transfer portal, I knew that, well, I, in my head, you know, I was telling myself, like, you can't be too picky here because of what we just talked about. You're not going to have game film. Who knows who's going to be interested? I didn't even know where I was going to, you know, fit in. And so I told myself, you know, I, I can't have uh, these crazy expectations to get all these schools um, that, you know, all these FBS schools or things like that, things that every piece of the puzzle is going to fit where, you know, it's going to be a, uh, the perfect location and the perfect, this perfect, that everything, I didn't think it was going to all fit together like that. So I didn't have, uh, really a preference of, or I guess I shouldn't say I didn't have a preference, but I didn't have an expectation of, I'm going to be able to pick this off of, you know, location or things like that. It was going to be, you know, where it was going to be the best fit for me to go play quarterback. And that was pretty much it. Everything else after that was, you know, was secondary so uh being recruited by san diego man that because <laughs> now you're checking all the boxes the location and the weather that's one thing the school um is incredible um and then 
then putting it together with the the football aspect with the guys and the coaches and the scheme and all that it was uh it was a perfect fit and so um I didn't expect it to go as well as it did and so and so starting to hear from San Diego and when I really knew that they were interested and and uh was starting to expect them to you know offer me to come play here I uh I was pretty excited about that yeah no that's cool um obviously like I said you you transferred for all the right reasons um and you said it was all just like where you wanted to play quarterback where the, the best school for you um all around and I think obviously NIL and like the money throws the rent into that for a lot of kids and that's why it's like so big today um thank you for like all the the insights like you've had like really long answers for a lot of these questions which is great insight obviously and a lot of a lot of great just like mindset like I stuff to us and stuff on it um just a couple more um yeah no problem uh so like like I talked about NIL is obviously a big thing where guys make money and uh, it can be used like I said um everywhere uh, you know division one division two division three a lot of like local guys get help from it um a lot of local businesses and it it's been a, been a big thing i'd say like a huge change obviously um just what are your experiences with nil and have you used it like at all or to help other people or what are you what are your um your business uh experiences been with that yeah um so that didn't really get started until i got here to san diego so uh, it was never really an experience I had when I was at Colorado State, mm -hmm. but coming here, um, I don't have a ton of experience. Obviously, at a smaller school, um, for one, and two, being in San Diego, you know, there's a lot of people that are interested in a lot of other things. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on here. There's a lot of people that, you know, the University of San Diego football isn't always everybody in San Diego's, you know, top priority. So, at a, you know, those bigger schools that you hear, uh, they've got a lot of influence and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of I, uh, even presence on social media, things like that, that come with uh, playing football at a bigger, bigger school like that. And so being at a smaller school like this, there's not a ton of that. And so with that, there's not a ton of opportunities. Trust me when I say that I sent out... <laughs> Uh, many emails, you know, just to local businesses and things like that of, Hey, man, I'm, I'm coming to play quarterback here at the university of San Diego. I'd love to, uh, you know, talk with somebody on your team about, uh, all this new NIL stuff. And, and I sent out my fair share of emails. Didn't really get a ton of stuff, little, little things here and there, but, um, nothing, nothing super impactful. And, uh, and nothing too crazy. So that wasn't really a, a huge part of my experience here, just just being at a smaller school. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, yeah, obviously, I know, like you talked about, um, signing with OTG has been a big thing for you, really cool stuff. Uh, was it like, obviously, you didn't think about like having a manager or representation until your career was over collegiate? Yeah, no, I, I hadn't talked to anybody or, or heard anything really and, and didn't know how that process worked at all. Um, talking to some some coaches and former players at San Diego and just trying to get my head around like, okay, what's next? Then I started hearing from all of them like, well, a huge step in this is getting an agent. And so I was, do I need an agent? Like, I don't, how do I go about that? I hadn't heard from anyone. Do I just like, I don't even know how to go about finding an agent. And so luckily uh, able to get in and and play in one of these showcase games and um, I mean, they say over there that I guess there was 
some good word of mouth about about me and and the way that I played that weekend, and so that sparked some interest and and started to get into some communication with those guys at OTG and and uh, um, yeah, obviously love what they do and and the people that they are and and so that's been a great experience. But until until that, I didn't know I didn't know that you had to have one. I didn't know that you know it was such a big role in this process was that piece of you know uh the marketing and the and the agency and and all that so yeah prior to you know really the past <laughs> two months i didn't even know that that was part of this whole deal so i'm i'm pretty new to it but um yeah they've helped me out a ton wow um no that's really cool it's obviously like like you said uh it's really crazy that you were sending out those emails and stuff when the nil first dropped in 2021 i think yeah so, yeah, uh, really crazy. You were sending out all those emails. Um, whereas it, and I watched a little bit of the showcase game that you had. Did you, was any of like the re reaching out to agents and like OTG specifically, was that on the field or was that like virtually or did you have to send out tape and stuff like that? Yeah, it was more uh, virtually. It was more, there was uh, some, some agents there that were, you know, going in and, and having conversations with guys and uh, they did a cool little deal. One of the nights they had a panel of some agents and former agents. And uh, so some were handing out cards and things like that to be able to contact them. But uh, through my experience, most of it was virtual and and uh, most of it came afterwards really um, when, you know, word of mouth started, started spreading. And I guess people were talking about, you know, who came and who played well and who did this and that. And that's really when um, I started to get into contact with people because, yeah, more in person, I didn't really have much with anybody. So mine was more of a virtual experience after the showcase was over. Wow. No, that's, that's cool stuff to hear. I'm sure a lot of people also like it's not a type of thing that gets like talked about a lot in the media. So I think that's a really cool aspect. Um, sorry to take up a lot of your time. I got like two more two more questions here. No, no worries at all. I, I got nothing going on. I'm, I'm I got I'm, I'm here as long as you need me. <laughs> that was great to hear i love that because like i said you're good you're giving great answers and a lot of cool stuff on like the collegiate ball and everything um and it's been a cool interview all together so um just like i said uh when it comes to events and such um obviously like since you've signed with otg that's probably been a little bit bigger and like this off season uh is there anything like routine wise that you've been doing in your day um that you've been preparing for every day or is there like upcoming events like you said for the collegiate uh, showcase game the second one coming up is there anything else like that that you have marked on your calendar no for me right now it's um you know really getting into routine um i i did mention i'm i'm going to play in another one of those senior bowl games uh later this month but other than that now for the next few months i'm i'm staying in san diego and uh we've got a great you know, I have a lot of support around me here and, and the football staff as well as the strength staff um, is really doing everything they can for me and the other guys that are, uh, you know, working on on getting ready for our pro day. And so um, with that, we're going to we've got a good group of guys that are staying here and working with our strength staff. Um, he's got on us, got us on a on a plan. And so we're on it and seeing him every morning. And so we get in there and go get our field work done, go get up in the weight room. Um, sometimes we'll go throw the ball around and, and run routes and stuff like that. And, um, you know, get in the training room if you got anything bugging you or just to, you know, stay healthy, things like that. And so uh, trying to get into a little bit of a routine here and, um, 
yeah, so I'll, I'll be in San Diego training here and and just trying to, you know, stack days and and really get ready for that pro day and and be ready to to show out there. Yeah, no, uh, that's really cool. Obviously, the pro day um, is a big day for you and a lot of other people. Um, just talk about uh, the last one I got here. Um, like, I know you talked about a lot, like um, going into college and being ready for college and then transferring and having to transfer and look at where you're at now, obviously. Um, just talk about like mentally. Um, I know, obviously, since your first year of college football, you've gotten older and switched schools. And, and I'm sure you've had a lot of other uh, perspective changes and stuff. But just mentally, is there something that you look at differently that's like different fundamentally now about how you think or how that you wish you would have known when you were entering college football? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's a lot that goes into that for me. I think, okay. I think I could talk about that for a long time. I think that there's so many different things that um, I wish I would have known and um, the mentality that I wish I would have had. Now, I, I do want to add that I wouldn't change my experience for anything because you know, I think that I've been on this path and it's been meant for me to, to, you know, go through it, how I've gone through it, gone through it. And, um, I, I've loved every part of it, but yeah, there's a lot that I've learned that if I would have known earlier, I think, um, would have benefited me for sure. I think, like I said, I didn't know all that it would take to be a starting quarterback. I think that, um, I thought I was, you know, really working hard and doing everything I could and going to the weight room, but it really takes, uh, a lot more than just, um, and everybody talks about it, but I just didn't know it when I was younger that, you know, you can't just, okay, your lift is from whatever, six to seven, and then you're going to be, uh, out on the field running, whatever this for this hour of the day, and then practices these two and a half hours plus whatever the hour of meetings before it and work hard during that time. And like, you're good. And that's just not how it goes at all. There's so much extra that goes into it, all the extra, you know, tape that you need to, to, to watch and, and um, you know, diving into the playbook and, and things like that. And, and all that, plus, you know, the extra stuff that you can do on the side, whether it's uh, going in on your off day and getting an extra lift or getting in the training room and anything, whether you got something bugging you, you can, you know, get after that or, you know, just making sure you're staying healthy so you recover faster and, and be able to, you know, go even harder the next day in the next lift. So there's there's so many things that I, um, you know, I had to learn throughout my time in college. And um, but then on top of all of that, I think the biggest thing that I've, you know, gained and and grown in throughout my time is just appreciating every day that I get to play football. Man, I have learned so much more about how to love this game and how to respect this game and how to appreciate it and be able to play it. And um Man, yeah, I I just I love it, and I I'll do anything to be able to keep playing it. And um, my my appreciation and my passion for this game, as I've learned more about it, has grown so much. And and um, I guess that's one thing that I would share with people that you know I'll never take a day for granted that I got to keep playing because man, I love it and I'm passionate about it. And 
uh, that's probably the biggest thing that I've you know grown in and and learn to not take for granted. So uh, yeah, a lot of steps that I've taken since um, since I was a freshman in college and and but no, I've loved every step of the way and and uh, you know. I'm loving who I, who I, the things that I've been able to learn and, and who I've been able to become and grow into. And yeah, man, I'm just excited to see what's next. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited too, uh, for what's next for you and your career. Um, I know you like talked to like a lot about the on the field stuff and the, the getting in the stuff. Um, it's obviously like today with today's world of social media and everything, all of that stuff is even harder. I'd say for a lot of athletes. Um, and like I said, with NIL, it's a lot, just the branding, um, like you talked about, you, you didn't know that a lot, um, until just the last couple of years, really. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a big thing going, uh, into college football. And I think a lot more high school athletes should start to look at agents and hiring guys. Cause it's a money world now, like we said a, a little bit, um, which is cool. I, I like the career that you you've had to talk about so far. Um, and yeah. you didn't really get to be a part of that, which is also a little bit cool in my eyes. Uh, right. Just one last thing. If if you're given like advice to a younger quarterback, like think back to maybe when you were in high school, uh, just what what do you feel like or, or other athletes um, in general just going through multiple sports? What is one thing that has stuck with you or, or you feel like you would share? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of people are talking about now, like, you know, put your head down and work and, and get in the weight room and um I, I mean, I'm not saying that those are wrong at all. I, I 100% agree with that. I think you, man, if this is something that you want to do and, and do for a long time and play in college and hopefully play after that, you got to do all that and you got to get in the weight room and you got to do all that because nowadays, you know, it's become such a, I think younger generations are, are starting to see that more and, and really like dive in. And, and I don't know, I don't know. I think people are starting to work harder at younger ages where, you know, back when I was in middle school, like we weren't in the weight room hardly at all. Like that didn't really start till I was a freshman, sophomore in high school. Right. And so you got to put in the extra work. You got to get in the weight room. Um, I've, I've seen it a few times on the internet. I, I can't remember. It might be a quote from, from somebody, but it's man, like turn the phone off and, and, and put your head down and work and you don't need to go, you know, record all these workouts and post them on your social media. Like, put the phone away and, and, you know, go grind in the dark. And like, and then when, you know, the lights turn on and it's time to play, like that'll all come together and you'll be able to see all that. And so uh, really being able to do all that, but then um, I guess you've kind of heard me talk about it a little bit, but man, really just like appreciate it and don't take it for granted and, and love every second that you get to play it. Cause you never know when you won't be able to anymore. And um I, uh, yeah, man, I just, I would just recommend people just like really, um, have an appreciation for it and love every second that you get to play it. Cause, cause I, I don't know, you never, you never know when it's your last time. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I sure hope that I get to keep playing football. And so, um, for anybody that, that does get to keep doing it, man, love it, appreciate it, respect it. Yes, sir. Uh, I really appreciate all your thoughts on everything. And uh, it was a great interview, uh, almost an hour. So I really appreciate it once again. Uh, thank you with everything. Uh, like I said, maybe we could get this going again this offseason if you want, if you got time before the draft. But uh, good luck with everything for sure, man, getting your name out there and, and just riding it all until the draft. Yeah.
Absolutely. I appreciate you reaching out. I appreciate you spending time and, and wanted to talk to me. And, and uh, yeah, like I said, all, all I've got going is I'm, I'm uh, you know, trying to get in this routine to, to get my name out there. So love to love to talk again. And, and um, 